Channel Attitude subscribers, we will be rolling out an upgrade to our site in the near future to improve site performance and your experience. So sometime within the next few weeks, you will receive an email requesting you to recreate your password for the upgraded site. To ensure this email doesn't go to your spam folder, please whitelist info at channelattitude.com. That's info at channelattitude.com. RSS feed URLs may change for some of you. If that happens, you can grab the new one in your dashboard when the upgrade goes live. Your feedback and suggestions have helped shape this upgrade, so keep those coming in the future. And again, the email is info at channelattitude.com to whitelist or add to your address book. Be on the lookout for that email over the next few weeks. This is Channel Attitude, your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. There was so much synergy. There was so much synergy. (laughs) Yeah, there was. And we've got the synergy coming back here at ChannelAttitude.com. New and improved. But the same old SmackDown Live that you love to chew on. As we head into Money in the Bank, get your Mary Poppins umbrellas out. It's time to Chim Chimini, Chim Chim sing along with Big Stevie Cool, Hacker I mean here, channelattitude.com. Yeah, <laughs> What's good, you guys? Hopefully you're having a great day. Uh, if you're listening to this on the drop, it's July 4th, which is officially canceled, infidels. That's right. No, uh, just make sure you don't blow your hand off with some incendiary device, or do, I guess. Uh, do as thou wilt. Uh, so uh, glad to be back in the studio with who you know from the Blue World Order studio. It's Big Stevie Cool ready to run in with the Telestrator and point out everything I've done wrong in every match. Well, I'd like to point out that Jeff Freed also offended a great deal of people uh, because he used the term whitelist. Oh, so he, yeah. It's done. It's over. That's it. That's it. That's shut it, it up right now. <laughs> well, I think if we go again, if, if we strictly go against the whitelist, then we'll actually get ESG money uh, to, oh. to go forward. Well, I was just, I didn't know he was a descendant of Bill Watts all of a sudden. Or he's a, <laughs> he's a card-carrying member. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, going to be coming for you if you're in North Carolina and part of the KKK. So look out. You look out. out. You look out. out. Stand back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good to see you, though, buddy. I had a good weekend in your hometown, Motown Philly, back again. Doing a little East Coast spoiling at a great wedding uh, there with my posse crew, man. Uh, just a good road trip down with the wives and referee sideburns and, uh, you know, good times and making moments together on a summer night. Uh, you can't beat that, can you? You know, with, with good surrounded by good friends, uh, some some Bacchus, some liquor was flowing and some of the best horseshoes genetics I could get my hands on. So glad to be back and uh, right back at it. New episode of the consultants is out now on my Patreon at Hami media group and your video using uh, your new vibe board, man, this telestrator blowing up over on Russo brand YouTube of the breakdown of the Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay, false finish tiger driver, 91, uh, huge numbers in one week already, man. And and now you got your Patreon up and running, patreon.com slash Stevie Richards, right? So uh, we're going to have more awesome content coming. 
Yeah, to reserve for the Patreon members, the, there's a three dollar tier, which is basically the what you watched with the Tiger Driver '91 and the other two videos on Russo's channel. But we also have the first full match breakdown and analysis that I uploaded yesterday for the five dollar patrons. And people are yeah, mostly everybody's in that five dollar one because they see the value of an extra two dollars for the full match. Sure, I'm gonna give one a month, but you know me, dude. I'm gonna try to do more than one to give people. Shocker. I know you don't, Leah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. you would be interested in the very first match that I picked. Oh, first and foremost, uh, the spot that I talked about was the Sting table dive. Oh. Which is a, it's, a, it's a different look and a different few reasons that I looked at and broke it down with the Telestrator as to why that spot went wrong. And it's not, it's not even Sting jumping from a ladder through a table. There were so many other things that were that Sammy could have got hurt, too. Sure. In the position he was in. So that's up. But the full match, I wanted you to just make one educated guess because it's hard to do. But which full match do you think I picked uh, for the breakdown? Uh, you and Tomko? No, that's that's a uh, four thousand dollars tier. <laughs> four thousand dollars tier. Yeah. You, you will have to break. No, for me to ever speak about that moment, oh, it didn't make yeah. memories that night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm drawing a blank. Which one is it, pal? Jerry Lawler versus Nick Bonkwinkle from 1983 Ooh. for the AWA World Title. You want to talk about working a hold, different levels. Bonkwinkle impressed me, and the way I, I wanted to do the breakdown too of why Memphis wrestlers have better punches than anybody else, mm-hmm. like in the landscape of wrestling. When Waller makes his comeback on Bockwinkle, holy shit. I mean, it is just every single punch is, you could tell there's intensity and all that stuff there, but I have react to it because I, I haven't watched this match in 40 years. Mm-hmm. Saw it on uh, Wrestling Gold on VHS. So I break down pretty much the whole that match. Out. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So we'll be doing a lot. That was of my matches. second guess was eighty three Bachwinkle versus uh, Lawler. That was where I was. Yeah, I was kind of matches in history you really want to pay. No, <laughs> not oversaturated at all. No, no, awesome man. Well, I can't wait to see that because these videos are just setting a standard of excellence that nobody is uh, even coming close to yet, man. So make sure you guys subscribe over there. Super reasonable price, and actually adding a, a five hundred dollar tier if you want us to come over and give you a Tiger Driver ninety one. We will, that, that is available as well. And according to the comments, all you got to do is tuck your chin and everything will be okay. That'll be, make sure you're white balanced, but not white listed. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but it was a big money in the bank weekend from the UK. I just finished up the Monday locker room on the HMG side uh, with the vet uh, breaking it down. You know, everybody working really hard and we had laid this out beforehand that they had three choices none of which is any less than the other one really some might have different business implications some might have more wrestling creative storyline implications but to have uh damian priest uh la knight and um logan paul as your probably top three choices to win men's money in the bank each has their own reason why and uh you know that that it would benefit the business going forward you and I kind of both agreed on Logan Paul with the outside ability to promote WWE across multiple platforms to viewers that might not usually be tuning in. LA Knight, I don't think, need the win because the want is what drives his popularity. You want him to succeed. If you're just to pay that off, 
we have a lot more air to pump into that balloon of the want before it bursts. And then Damian Priest, um, you could see it, the undertaker uh, of what they want to make him into the undertaker. And I think money in the bank was really a big step forward in that. Uh, I did pop when his shoulder pads got caught on the ropes. Cause I always love uh, a wardrobe malfunction uh, when everyone's trying to look cool. And uh, the, the ring lets you know that you're an asshole, uh, not you personally, everyone. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, that, that uh, they went with Damian priest, man. And I, I think, uh, Maybe it was an 11th hour change. I know there was some back and forth, obviously, in the creative and the weeks leading up to it. And you had a great point of why would you give this guy two losses heading into this instead of building him as an unstoppable force, especially if you have Finn Balor taking clean losses from Seth. The loss for Finn drives his character, but the win streak for Priest should have been the driver for him to get here. So we kind of have some hiccups uh, along the way of building someone to get to this point of this payoff. I'm not sure if I'm missing something. What are you thinking on this one, Stevie? This is one of the first times in a long time. Oh, the bloodline's another example where you have almost too many good choices. If you choose one, mm-hmm. and you have to really worry and take care of the other people. Even Butch, look at how over Butch was, even though it was a home country type thing. The guy's in great shape. He's working his ass off. He's not... He's finally found the character of just not being all this all the time. So it's right. It, he's kind of leveled that out. And I, I think that's because of him, not because of creative. But I may have to play devil's advocate with the LA Knight decision to not go over. And, and, and Hunter's thing, uh, he did the synergy speech. Did you hear it? Uh, no, um, I did. Uh, the the post match. Remember the Cody line? Like the story's just starting. It's just being yeah. written. It continues. That that works in other places, but remember these fans. Once you ride that lightning bolt and you're that over, and they're they're saying his name with them when they hear the music, they get on their feet and react. Imagine if you're just thinking about this because I really do think there is a good analogy here. Imagine if Austin is going in the King of the Ring. And people are loving Austin. He's still mm-hmm. a heel. People are loving him. People are, are ch- you know, chanting for him. People are holding up signs for him before 316. But you say, well, the story's not written yet. We're going we're gonna to give it another year to build even more. We may not have gotten Austin and the Attitude Error mm-hmm. with the whole company on his back. So I think it's just like strike while the iron's hot. The guy that's okay. over and and did need it to make it the storyline is L.A. Knight because he suffered through the Bray Wyatt experiment for the fourth time. The models. He, the models. He suffered through that. And we were wrong. We liked the, we liked the Max Dupree character. Yeah, this is way better. Well, that's that's interesting because in the kickoff of SmackDown, there's there's a lot of covert shots of of what's going on backstage and upper management of why they're burying guys a certain way. And it seems to me and this is all hypothetical, even though we've allegedly heard this is the way it is. Doesn't it seem like Triple H versus Vince is creative and they're using the guys to kind of make subversive little chess moves against each other because Cena's promo referenced the office doesn't think that London's got what it takes because they don't like it when you guys hijack the show. But I say that's the most fun. It seems like 
Vince and fucking Deuce hate it when you marks fucking get over and get your shit in. But Triple H and Nick Khan say that this is the new energy that we need to bring in. Like, it seemed like that's what was being said in this fucking monologue in front of people. And it seems like when Logan Paul, we'll get to it, was going in on L.A. night, he was calling him just, weren't you just a shitty manager? Because that's what Vince sees him as. But Triple H sees him as the fucking next rock or, or Austin. It seems like there's a, a some strange pull, and the guys are caught in the middle with their arms out going either way. But as long as they're on TV, I guess it's a win. Remember a few times where Vince and myself had said many times that we are not going to put our – he said about Dixie as well. We do not want to put our financial future in the hands of these oh, lunatics. Yeah. Because really what you're thinking about is like I, what a stressful thing to go through, not knowing. I mean, this is kind of like – let me use an NFL analogy. They they get on Baker Mayfield all the time, or Baker Mayfield all the time about being a shitty quarterback, a bust, a draft, number one overall pick. He had five offensive coordinators, I think like three or four head coaches during his time at Cleveland. He mm. goes to Carolina, same exact, like being pulled, like you said, goes to LA, has a little bit of a success. Now he's in Tampa Bay. Once again, everything's in flux after Brady. As a talent, I'm just saying as a wrestling talent, you shouldn't think, well, it's just pro wrestling. You can make everything as chaotic and in the back and everything as unpredictable in the back or or you can tear up the scripts and you can give somebody stuff for seg three when seg two's out there. That's not the way. That's not the fostering of success. That's the fostering of absolute and complete failure you're just successful because tv rights are so expensive and live sports and entertainment are at a premium otherwise i don't think we would even see wrestling on tv right now in those promos is is somebody with their because they're putting it out there without saying the guy's names of bruce and vince versus con and triple h or cons in between playing both sides who knows um they're they're not saying their names, but they keep referencing them. Mm-hmm. Is the word coming down with those rewrites or whatever where they want that in there? Then they tell the agent, "Go bury Vince," but you you can't say that you're burying Vince or go bury Triple H. And say it. they make sure you get this in this way that the upper management doesn't want that. Like you're trying to pay. Like are they soft soap and talent? Or are they coming and going? No, you got to get this over. But we can't say that. Da-da-da-da. But talent's smart enough to know what's coming out of their mouth of what they're really being used for. But are they still treating them with kid gloves and getting their shit in through the writing? Well, if it draws business, then then fine. I mean, but if it doesn't, what are you what are you trying to do? What are you doing so, it for? Well, I would have said during that Cena thing, Grayson Waller did a good job. Yeah. He still feels like he's just one gear like one shouting gear, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But Pierce or Vince himself comes out to say, you got to go. You can't be riling these people up. We need to calm these people. Like literally telling the people, just calm down. We know you're here to have a good time, but you still need to like respect Vince McMahon and the the people back there. <laughs> they would go nuts. And then Cena gives yeah. Pierce or Vince the deal. The people would go nuts. Shut up. That's all you need, right? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And you know, what's uh, funny is Vince coming out like that as a heel, getting getting the fu from Cena, wouldn't hurt anybody. Said, "What's he doing out there?" Because he got beat up. Right. 
especially since the Cena thing is a surprise, then another surprise on top of that, on top of that, right? And it made Waller look like the chosen one, like uh, he did for Theory as well, surrounding himself with all the young sexy men. Uh, and then he takes the heat. But uh, yeah, we didn't, we instead we just get this weird back and forth. But I imagine the frustration with Zoom call incoming. <laughs> how many how many Zoom call invites have been faved? <laughs> you know, at this point, there or Zoom. No, I said he wasn't on the Good sheets him, anyway. I wouldn't want to travel either. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, I caught a huge promo on uh, the soccer love and Mary Poppins sing along fans of the UK. One of my most loathe things at a wrestling show and all that shit so uh tune into the monday locker room if you want to hear more heat on that and uh money in the bank i haven't finished it all the way yet but i thought the women's match was excellent i really like the finish with the handcuffs of the girls and her going up over the top to to get it uh some things like that can go really bad uh and uh that one didn't and uh i thought it was a really good story and payoff uh with all the characters involved and every girl really had a high spot and shined i i liked the women's match more than i liked the men's there's a couple things with phony head scissor takeovers uh the ring hates you more than anybody more than any dirt sheet fan and trish stratus found that out with her face going into the ropes and i think it might have been eo or zelina caught a nasty rope too to the face uh trying to do that fall off the ladder get your arm over but they were too far away and face right in the ropes can easily mess you up permanently no doubt so i haven't seen any updates on trish's nose or anything but i guess it was pretty bad um but uh yeah man i I thought the girls kicked ass to be honest with you i thought they really did a good job yeah i mean i this was one of the better pay-per-views they've put on and i think i think one thing that is the smartest thing that they should do i thought going to saturdays might be a mistake but as long as you leave smackdown live on friday nights and especially if you're going to another country you do SmackDown the night before. They did it in Puerto Rico. They did it here. And if they do that from now on, mm, that is a, a good that model. Or it's the Sunday model, Monday Raw in the same building overseas. It's just, it's ripe for the picking right now. Good. Uh, let me put this by, though, when we're talking about the girls uh, without stooging up too much. Uh, it was a kind of a Twitter, not throwaway. I guess everything on Twitter is throwaway, but until they bring it back to haunt you with it. Uh, but a quick afterthought. And uh, she put out a nice statement saying wrestling is uh, uh, a single sport, but it takes two people. So I like to thank all my opponents and did a big baby face thing. But Natty Neidhart awarded six Guinness Book of World Records for most premium live events, most on SmackDown, most on Raw um a, a bunch of other accolades that are about going the distance and being there consecutively i think 75 premium live events um and they just kind of slough it off after we've seen these vignettes leading up to like who am i and it's time for me to do it. and we knew this is her record it, these Guinness Book of World Records showcase her in a better light than any WWE title possibly could because wrestling is inside its own bubble where Guinness Book of World Records is worldwide. And she could, I, I, I'd say, have people bring up some NXT talents or get her some sexy young guys to fucking carry her plaques around with her and let her strut her shit and use these almost as more than what the WWE title's worth it's all right here is a massive launching point for her end of legacy of her career. And we just kind of like, Oh, it's just a passing note. 
<laughs> you know, and she's crying on camera two weeks ago about who am I? That's who you are. That that right there is just we just showed you who you are and we're not even going to embrace it and really bring it to TV. Or are we? You know, how do we flush that out into something great? Their idea of flush, flushing it out into something great or flushing it out. They like flush over there. Yeah. 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 They like uh, they like to think instead of saying, wow, she's done all this. Let's run with it they're going to start counting who their favorites are and how they can get those people to pass Maddie. <laughs> but this goes, like, when I saw this, I was half triggered, too, because of records of a 1,000 days or whatever, and we had The Miz, we talked about that, that if he gets to a 1,000 losses, that he's going to quit, and that every loss would have meant so much more. But what you just laid out there of somebody going, okay, what's my – how close am I to one of her records and and how close is it? And how can I overcome that? You know, in two years, that could be a good ongoing storyline trying to take one of Natty's Guinness's world records away from her. Cause breaking a world record, I don't care if it goes back to leave it to beaver, right? Isn't there leave it to beaver episodes about we're going to blow the biggest bubble or some shit bubble gum wise or little rascal. Like this shit's been world recognized forever. So to me, it almost puts you on a bigger stage, possibly. That's not what I'm... <clears throat> that's a good idea, but that's not what I said they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, no, I... They are going to take any positive reinforcement that she might have something legacy-wise to hold on to, mm-hmm. and they're going to figure out a way for Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, to or somebody her. else to surpass her. Never make mention, another mention that they, they be perfect. They'll just be like, here's the real world record. <laughs> yeah. And no, I, that's a great point. That, well, what you're know, saying is very close. Is this go does this go back to the screw job 97? And is that leftover heat from that of why they're really not pushing her to the top? You'll get over, but you won't get too over. Well, how dare you even suggest these people are petty? <laughs> Sorry. And they hang on to that stuff. All he did was Vince is, I mean, he might be macho. He might have a lot of ego or pride. But when he yeah. gets knocked out, he can, he rolls with it. Vince was, it wasn't Russo. It was McMahon that wanted to be a heel right from the beginning. Him and his yes men. Russo right. was the one that was saying, don't be a heel. Don't turn this into anything. Sweep it under the rug. <laughs> yeah, Thank no, God for McMahon. The filter. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, he's, he's the break wall between us and certain death. Um, y'all, that's about as far as I got on uh, Money in the Bank. I haven't watched the uh, finish with uh, the Bloodline, but well, this is the SmackDown Live review leading into it. So let's get back to it, you guys. Uh, for what was it, the thirtieth uh, of June? We're gonna kick it off with the Canadians versus Pretty Deadly. Um, am I right on that? No. I think so, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, good match here. Great selling. I thought uh, some really good selling in this match from Pretty Deadly. And they try and do their hide under the ring apron finish. It backfires on them, so we condition the audience to it uh, once before, and, and now it doesn't work. I didn't mind that. You pretty much know who's going over, that uh, the Canadians are up here. So Owens and uh, Zane over. Um, but Pretty Deadly, man, fast, quickly becoming – my one of my favorite tag teams in recent history. It's kind of a shame that they didn't um 
they didn't continue the bloodline in another angle with Owens and Zayn. Like they could still have the bloodline angle, bloodline angle, but it would have been great if the heels and the bloodline cost Sammy and Kevin the tag titles the night before my yeah, back. That's good too. Yeah. Yep. The, that's where we're not getting the tie-ins. You, you want to get people talking about that. These guys are already immensely over. These kids could use the boost, but I just feel like once you beat them, just like uh, and isn't that isn't that how Usos should have gone over on Roman and Sokoa to have the payback off that? You cost us the titles. We come out to do something. Boom! There boom. you go. You set it up to protect everybody. Yeah. Yep. We're so that, we're missing we're missing the center of the Venn. <laughs> we're missing the center of the Venn diagram, and that's where those that's where those choices lie, right? We, we, we had that world spinning. These guys break off. They're doing something here, but you're still in the bigger circle of it all. And something needs to happen to create that inertia. And then we get it. We just pay it back yin and yang. This is one of the simplest. This is one of the simplest ways to protect talent that's doing a job. I think back the, the, the classic example, because you have the blueprint right here, that when uh, Warrior fought Sergeant Slaughter at Royal Rumble, and mm-hmm. Savage came out, hit Warrior with the scepter, which was a moment in itself. Yep. Then Slaughter, who was on the biggest heel run probably ever in the history of WWE, like he was the biggest heel probably ever in history as far as real life heat. Nobody touched Slaughter. So, yeah. and if you don't remember, he was literally the American superhero that turned into an Iraqi sympathizer during a war against Iraq. So yeah. that's uh. That's pretty heavy. Uh, from from the GI Joe conditioned eighties kids, yeah. yeah. So, and you're only as strong of a heel as you were as a baby face. So, if you're a tweener and you claim that you're flipping over the other side, it ain't gonna mean shit. But if you're a massive baby and you flip heel or massive heel, and you have a choice to do the right thing, they'll get behind you the same way. But you gotta, you can't be lukewarm with either one, like Lacey Evans. Sergeant but 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 the point i'm making is that when that happened warrior lost the title to slaughter slaughter became an even bigger heel so he benefited from it warrior had to ignore slaughter because he was going towards the way of hogan at wrestlemania so now his his entire attention and now the title means something but this personal matter means even more. That's the right. distraction for Warrior. Owens and Zayn are just floating around defending the titles with no storyline. The bloodline needs an out for that to keep everybody strong to a degree. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are not mad at the kids for winning the belts. They're mad at, at Roman and Solo for fucking them over. So now they have an angle, and now they're in as a wild card, pal. They're yeah. in a wild card. They still don't like the Usos because they beat them at WrestleMania. The Usos mm-hmm. don't like them, but they know they got to take these guys out. There's so much more interest rather than beat the kids. Now the kids are not as good as you thought. Owens and Zayn do their thing, and the, the, the Samoans are just in their own little wrestling promotion on their own. It just doesn't cross. It's the opposite of your event diagram. Would yeah, it is. Uh, would this little in in scene on Money in the Bank be too much? Like that, we didn't get any of this. But let's just say I like. I, obviously, show don't tell. If Owens and Zayn lost the tag titles in the way we just laid out there, would you show 
was it Jimmy and uh and Sammy that used to do the handshake? Yeah. The fucking bro dap walk in on the scene, walk in on the scene, meet each other, look each other up and down and do one, one real slow one. And then just walk off. And you don't say, <laughs> you don't have to say nothing, right? Like we know the fix is in, even though it's baby faces. I don't know. Is that too much? It, it might just... be too much if it's too soon to do that. In other words, if they did the deal and then, stayed out there the usos one they do the little handshake out there after mm, the finish after but, but showing that they're going to do something rather than that's too biting, heel for babies to do that like we're, we're biting, colluding biding their time mm. you don't want to play your hand for the mm. heels to say nope. oh there's some shit going on here we might have to figure that out that's in a reality-based situation so i know this is super reality-based tv but that's yeah, super reality get me super reality and then we get solo and uh ridge holland farms recap where he stuck him in the neck last week and oversold uh then we get fight night with pierce um and they want payback but uh holland has got a face theory he wants theory and we set that up for that match out of nowhere uh theory versus ridge holland i put i like that made holland's power uh, a heat spot, and then he went over with a drop kick and a win. I was like, there's not much I don't like about this match. They put over Big Man. He looked like Davy Boy Smith to me working, to be honest with you. And it was good, and um, I don't remember what the heat spot was, to be honest with you. But well, uh, they, 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 the, the finish spot was it's a couple neck drops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Couple neck, uh, couple neck things on the rope, and then the drop kick, and then that that was it. So I just put heat spot finish. So yeah, I, I like, I like this match. Simple and easy enough on a SmackDown. Nobody's getting hurt. How about the lack of Austin Theory on Money in the Bank? Unless I just am unaware of if he did something later. But guys who weren't even on there, Killer Cross, Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, dude. I'm just going, wow. Well, Lashley wow. hasn't been on anything. The entire Hurt no. business hasn't been on anything. MVP hasn't been anywhere. Eli- Elias, almost. Hmm. Should hey, we have on. a? Should we have a just group? Uh, should we have a group of disgruntled guys who all have a shit ton of money written on them? And how do we use those guys? Yeah, but they did that with uh, Nexus with the young guys. I mean, it's yeah, not- say they were rookies. These guys are older dudes who paid their dues. Well, here's the problem with disgruntled employees outside of Austin, where McMahon wants to. I know I keep going back to these other an- analogies, but it, Austin kept becoming more successful, even though McMahon was putting the obstacles up and it was played out on TV. And Vince was the heel, but what we have now, just like with Cena. The people in the back, the off these these the, the powers that be or whatever. How what's the payoff? Unless you get a payoff against the powers that be. What, what, if, Sh- that what be- if Shane McMahon took all those guys and started this underground fight club type thing where they all fought uh and the hurt business would come back and beat everybody <laughs> up to stay there and then everybody leaves. We're just caught in a loop of fucking nonstop wrestling in 2019. What someone needs to do is go up to Vince and present Raw Underground as if it's a brand new idea. Brand new fucking thing. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know, but when you, when you get into the trap, and not the trope, but the trap mm-hmm. of a disgruntled employee, the disconnect there, Ben, and for everybody listening and watching is if you don't like your job, quit. 
people have been so desensitized. They don't, unless you're beating the actual boss up like Austin, people are not going to be entertained by that, in my opinion. No. Uh, this is kind of interesting post-match, uh, and I want to get your opinion on Theory gets post-match heat on Holland. Sheamus comes in for the save. Theory chicken shits. I go, where the fuck is Butch? So I thought this was going to happen. Theory chicken shits. Butch comes out behind him to fucking cut him off, throw him back in there, and all three babies get a quick waterfall on him, a finish. But instead, he just uh, he just backs up and escapes that way. So Butch... I know he's got a match later, but apparently he, his match is more important than being a part of Fight Night in Ridge Holland. When they could have trapped Theory there, they just let him escape. I thought that was a miss. I had an idea for that, too, to protect Butch, and now I think it feel like he was just kind of in that, and it would have got a good amount of heat with the hometown crowd. Mm-hmm. If they got heat on on um, on Theory, and they were beating him up, right? The post-match stuff, like right. you, well, Sheamus came out, right? Say they all come out and they're brawling and they're trying to get control of it and they kind of shove Pierce or Butch shoves Pierce out of the way because he's a little hothead. It would be so – I thought it would have been cool to actually take away Butch's spot and give it the theory. As a to, that'd be fucking great. Because then you're like, what the – you know, by, by Vince McMahon. And he can even say Vince McMahon showing that he's still protecting theory. Yeah. But he's not on camera, and Vince wants yep. just for doing that. Theories in the match, and you're out. Yep. And then even one spot during the Royal Rumble where Theory's about to win it, Butch runs in, pushes the ladder over. There you go. Just to just to fuck him over. That's all Butch would need. Yeah, that's that's all he <laughs> needs. That's a much better spot than beating your ass <laughs> up. Take, yeah. minutes, you know? <laughs> Uh, but allegedly these would have been some consultants notes. Uh, uh, then we get a killer cross pre-tape, uh, checkmate promo. Um, I- I'm into it. Obviously anything, uh, that's visually appealing. Uh, I like it. Plus the mystery of chess boxing Wu-Tang. However, I'm watching right now on Netflix when I can the queen's gambit. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this or not. It's about, uh, I don't know if she's a real person or if it's just a drama, but Elizabeth Harmon, uh chess um mass mistress i guess from the 50s and 60s a prodigy a very uh very well done show on netflix right now and i'm just thinking to myself i know he does kind of the oppenheimer thing but him being you know more intellectual chess i wouldn't mind him naming his finishers after some chess moves you know what i mean uh, like queen c3 or something like that whatever it is in the chess world on the board i think there's smart stuff to take from there and um the master if you're gonna play chess like a master does that means you see checkmate four or five moves away and you lay traps for people to get them to move their other pieces so you can take or gain ground take that piece so I was thinking about that. And again, I know you guys will laugh at me. Do you think, I mean, you think they're going to think about telenovelas. They're not thinking about that five moves ahead, but that's the game cross should play much like you laid out with Owens and the Usos and how they could have other pieces need to be the chaos factor. And it's all set up in mastermind by cross in order to clear the way using other people as pawns for him to get what he wants. And that just that creates an interesting writing um, format and how to craft things around it, where he's just kind of causing problems to get guys out of the way. 
Uh, I I like Cross, and that's the only reason I'm going to say this, because it needs to be said. They've jumbled up the format on how his push is supposed to, should have went for Mm -hmm. a successful thing. We make the joke about vignettes after six years in the company, but they literally have a little bit of vignettes. They have a debut, back to vignettes, couple, you know, 50-50 booking matches, back to vignettes. It's just so like hodgepodge and kind of yeah. herky jerky with the flow of of his time there. Like it doesn't feel like Cross is in control of anything. It feels like he's being told to do a vignette this week. He's been like he feels very much not in control of what you're saying about chess pieces. I just see we've got the OC. We've got the OC. How can he manipulate them? In a, in a certain way, you, you know what I mean? Ignore them because they have nothing to offer him. That's that's the kind of stuff Cross should say. You got no titles. You have no credibility. You're 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 in a group. Who, who I stand alone. I have her here as my muse, but it's me. I'm the one fighting. The three yeah. of you, they, dude. I, I I hate to laugh, but I've been there before, and I hope after they went off camera from the backstage promo that they all went. Ugh. Because that's usually yeah. when something doesn't get over and yeah. the three stars like, Ugh. Oh, So wow. when AJ said, yo, and when your girl gets into it, I got somebody to counter that. And when, the, what's her, what's it again? What's Korean? Uh, what is my Korean's rusty? In Korean, I think crazy mean is Meechin, I think is what yeah. it comes up. Well, what's silent mean? Because the crowd was silent. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for her because she stood there. And it was live because they cheered when AJ got unless unless they it was a taped one. About the, she's like, it, it is my this is my bulldog, right? And it, isn't that what he called her? And she comes in with the face like I screw think it's face. A yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say it might be another bull. That's what I was going for it too. Uh, but shit. Oh, when she did that, dude, I don't know why. Because I'm just, I, we've all been there as performers. Yeah, and like when she came out and she had the baddest look on her face, she looked great. It looked like a great, and it was just like nothing. <laughs> like, uh, not a, like okay. and that crowd was hot for everything except right, for right. that. Yeah, because she's all already been revealed as the per. Like you have to like it. Net, she's never had a six man tag or mixed tag. I, I just. Right, it was a big week in the Bearcat house because he came out on AEW. He didn't have his wizard robe on. He shaved his gray beard and got some just for men. He's lucky as you know, didn't see him when he was in his in his robe. <laughs> yeah, he's real lucky. Well, plus I figured... he became Raiden or whatever gray haired, gray beard guy. Like, I mean, I know I heard AEW is really stressful right now, but I didn't know it would age you 40 years. Well, he, he just cast a spell on himself, a youth spell. Now that he's a wizard. I mean, LA Knight should show a picture of Keith Lee to Vince and say, you think I'm old? (laughs) (laughs) Civil War Game of Thrones voiceover recap, uh, record breaker recap. Yeah, whoever they hired to do this voiceover was excellent. It it was very different and cool as we head into the land of castles. Uh, That's what they wanted it to be, a very... Uh, oh, once upon a time, but uh, that whoever did that voiceover was was very captivating. What happened to the old guy? Remember that guy? I think the same the guy whoever voiced over the TNA ones was really. I think that guy, that, that guy passed away because uh, my buddy Jamin Olavencia did a couple after after right after he passed. They had hired him. Well, they should get Jamie to do you know 
Yeah. That could be another path for him to be in the business without having to deal with the obvious bathroom bullshit he had to deal with with Triple yeah. H and Corano. Yep. Yep. I agree with that fully. But did you see, speaking of impact, uh, then maybe this is because I don't know, it was Dave Sahadi. Yeah, I, I didn't know if you call my Patreon. I, I watch him quite enough wrestling that I. <laughs> well, no, it, it's uh, there was the impact opening of that, of of one of the pay-per-views from like 2010, 2012 or whatever. And the AEW video game, it's the exact same fucking verbiage. Everything that's the impact opening word for word for word, bro. On like in a time when there was no justice, whatever the fuck they say, oh, you know. Like, you, is that the one we sent each other with uh AEW botches, which showed all the botches, but had the voiceover attached to the botches? No, no, this is for the video game, like the premiere. No, no, of like, no, they they show they show all the glitches in the video oh, yeah 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 oh did they do that i might oh, not add the, yeah, the, 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 the sparklers with the exploding brain <laughs> and climbing a ladder that doesn't mm, yeah the invisible ladder shit uh but apparently it's stolen directly from impact and either they didn't know or somebody from impact who used to work there is like ah fuck it i'm just gonna do this as a rib or else here's my notes from there i'll, I'll reuse that and no one will ever know except for the fucking psycho fans who put it all together you myself and russo should play fight forever and live stream it it'd be interesting i'll just have a controller and pretend i'm playing because i don't have any actually any you too well i'll be the you'll be the little brother be, oh oh, oh. Keep mashing a bunch. <laughs> yeah. When you hit it when you hit it harder, that means you'll eventually throw a punch. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, actually, you know what? That's not far off. I mean, that's not far hey, off. People want to pay two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to see us with a game controller that doesn't work. There's a market for it. Yeah. And if you want a Tiger Driver ninety one, five hundred bucks. I'll come over and give you one on your front lawn. Imagine um, the Ocean Gate thing with the Tiger Driver and taking a Tiger Driver ninety one. 12,000 feet under the ocean. Wow, that would be, that would implode it. Uh, damage control. We are in control now. Versus Shotzi. And then we go to commercial and then they say that there's no tank, uh, that, uh, make a rib that they didn't want to ship it over. However, that sent the SmackDown Live self help group into a, an improv fury. Group. Group. So here's one for Master Shoot Theater. We're going to need to remember tomorrow. That Vince is now trying to defeat communism and has sent Shotzi's tank to the Ukraine and Deuce and Young Ryder on a, are on a kill and seek and destroy mission from in the Ukraine. Operation Airdrop Linda has, has commenced here. Hmm. Like, and that's <laughs> like, what I thought too. The minute you said the tank wasn't there, I said it's in Ukraine. That's yeah, where it is. Uh, but we get uh, EO Sky uh interference and bailey goes over so good little bit of business here uh to do the relationship between eo sky and bailey on smackdown before we have the big finish at money in the bank we do get a match flow recap money in the bank after this and then shotzi's backstage and attacks the heels and then that backfires and she gets the shit kicked out of her and they cut off one of her green hair extensions and call her a big old freak that sound about right that sounds about right okay uh the grayson waller show with logan paul uh london y'all going crazy 
uh, WWE gold around my belt uh, is what Logan Paul said. He wanted WWE gold around his belt. I don't know what that means. Uh, then he calls him Grayson Dolan. And then LA Knight and then Santos Escobar come out to interrupt. Uh, and we get an impromptu money in the bank grudge match. There's Butch and Butch wins. We didn't have him earlier when we needed him because he was so ready to do this run in on the Grayson Waller show. Uh, some, a little bit of flubs here. Uh, again, this London Mary Poppins crowd, uh, is, I'm with the old school on this. It's infuriating to me, even though I'm an ECW rat from way back. Well, not rat, but a ECW fan from way back. And, uh, you know, that, uh, we would take over the show, but it wouldn't become some fourth grade sing along Sesame street bullshit, you know? And, uh, that's what we're getting with a lot of these scenes. So I kind of check out during these. How long did they, I didn't, watch uh rollins match at money in the bank how long did they sing along with that deal i did i haven't watched that yet either probably still they're probably still yeah, they're, still, they're so. still going they're still going so well, uh, get the impression that you don't want wrestlemania in, in england no i don't want anything for them uh, until um, unless the only way they're going to get it is if they go down burn down buckingham palace with the royal family inside that's the only way i'll ever put them over everybody else can go chim chim and eat chim chim fuck off um, uh, money in the bank, uh, Gunther, no, sorry, money in the bank, grudge match, Butch is up here, so they, at least they're giving him a win in front of his hometown crowd there, you know, to, to, to push him and whatnot, but I think what we laid out with one spot would have been better. Yeah, it would have put more sympathy on him to be removed from the money in the bank and gave him a reason to be mad about that and take theory out of the, uh, off the ladder and protect him too. So yeah, here's the other thing that kind of ticks me off is the, he's the master of digit manipulation. Uh, well, digit locks are illegal. So that's a, uh, a heel thing to be doing, but everyone sells it for two seconds. Why don't we have a guy with broken fingers that Butch really makes it look like he went through like fit Finley that would have done and broken your fucking fingers. And the guy's got to come back with them all fucked up and his hands all gnarly. And then all we need to do is one thing in the match where you slam it on the fucking edge of the ring, throw it into the ring post, bite it, whatever it is, but tell the hand story of digit manipulation. If that's his thing, somebody has got to have a broken finger. Otherwise he's not that good at it. Yeah, and their social media will suffer too. They can't do any of their special that's little stuff, pictures they, they share with everybody. It'd be funny if they kept trying yeah. to tweet and it was all effed up tweets with misspellings and dollar Off signs and shit in them. Yeah, I call Fifi. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, dude. I, I think I, – I don't know. It seems like creative probably starts off talking the way we talk and then Vince gets to them or Hunter or both and or just the job itself. Yeah, because it feels like at the end, all you're going to do is like, why should I even waste my energy trying to think, mm. get through this week? I was talking to my buddy at the wedding. He's uh, the guy who works for WWE now, and he says they, they got the call to go back. I think he said two weeks, maybe at the end of this month. Uh, they're going back five days a week in the new office. Everyone's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> new building ready to go? Yeah, I guess it's a month away. Uh, then we get, uh, Charlotte or Charlotte. I'm going to go with that one. Uh, Gypsy, Trampton, uh, verse Oscar. Um, 
there was some rough stuff in this. We missed kicks. We were, we had kicks to the stomach that missed by almost a full foot. We had moonsault off the top rope to the outside that missed completely except hitting her on the back of a hand. Uh, and just really rough. And Bianca Bellet. To them, right? Sorry, go ahead. Moonsault to, to the hand on the floor. Yeah, moonsault oh, to the hand. So she's digital. Yeah, she's, she's got the decrepit. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we also have Bianca Belair in the crowd who bought a ticket because Pierce banned her from ringside. And she's going to jump the barricade and beat the fuck out of the two heels in the most heel thing in this match. The, the heels are getting their shit in in a babyface way and missing their spots. Then the babyface jumps the rail to get heel heat and fuck over the match and fuck the crowd out of the win. What? Just like they wanted. Uh, and then we had uh, Bianca heels on Oscar DQ. Get your hand out of my face. We're doing this fucking shit right now. We'll get your hand out of my fucking face. I just watched a black woman at McDonald's beat the shit out of a old uh, white guy who thought he could be privileged enough to get up and she kicked the fuck out of him. So they're obviously watching world star. That's all they think a black woman is capable of. And we got to have this door knocker earrings, ass slap hair extensions, fucking ghetto, fabulous bullshit all the time. And she's not a heel and she's doing everything that the heel would have done. I agree. (laughs) Babyface heat once again strikes yeah. strikes those heels down. Yeah. I can't wait for the heels to get their revenge and, and get their justice. Hey, by the way, did you notice this? By I, I'm, I can understand it in a way, but you get to a point as a talent where it's your fault, and nobody else's. Charlotte, when she's not the focal, the focal point, the focus of the division, if she's not the top girl, it feels like she at most would half-ass stuff. I I don't disagree with that. Like if would Rick, would, would Rick. And she's on a roll, it's her yeah. best work. When she's not the focus, I, I see her just be like, just phoning it in. Not saying she's athletic as anything, so she can do a ton of stuff, but it just feels very, maybe she just feels like I've done everything I could do and I, I should leave. You know, or not, what's that? Phone it in, babe. Phone you, it in, babe. And if she's not going over. I'm still mesmerized by the fact that why in the world were you sitting on the floor laughing after you got beat at WrestleMania and clapping and nodding like a, like what was that? That is them inside the bubble exposing going, I got somebody over. Aren't I a good hand at that? And like, look at me. Uh, I made her, I brought her up to my standard of excellence. Oh, I'm so proud of you. It was the weirdest Fucking glory hound shit I've seen in a long time. Very strange. Well, on top of that, too. But welcome to the Island of Misfit Toys. Here's the thing, too. That girl has not had a rematch since then, has not challenged for the title since then. So is it a mix between, eh, that was kind of stupid. We're not putting you back in there. Or she knew she was going to be, and she's trying to do something to make it look like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm the reason she's there. Because she hasn't sniffed that part of the the card since WrestleMania. Well, let me tell you about a little about something new. You've heard of the blacklist? She's on the white list, pal. It's, that's even worse when you're on the white list. <laughs> that's why I had to grow this mustache. Uh, bloodline recap number three. 
Uh, so if it was, if you didn't know the last three years, if you haven't been watching wrestling, we're going to show it to you on this show. Uh, then we get Roman with an 11 minute entrance, uh, hold my beer undertaker as slow as you possibly could go, uh, come back and he cuts a decent promo, you know, uh, the half laughing one, then Usos interrupt him to come out. And the whole thing we've been promoting all night long, it's civil war between the Usos and the tribal chief. Usos come out, they're dancing, jumping around, classic civil, show me your civil war dance. Like, I I was just like, I'm I'm shocked right here, dude. Like, you're jumping around like idiots at a fucking basketball game, fucking doing all this shit. But everything we led up to this is civil war. Uh, do you remember that when uh, the the Alabama regiment uh, came on up to Gettysburg and they fucking did a conga line uh, through? Yeah, yeah. yeah, through, yeah, through yeah. Valley, <laughs> they, they came up through Valley Forge, raising the roof on everybody. Civil War. Si- oh, oh, musket time. Dude, I was like, what the fuck is going on right Ray's here? Are doing this with the muskets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking pack that shit. Pack that shit. Stupid they were, as fuck. They around like 100,000 dead bodies chanting, this is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. Like, but you know what's funny is the internet is going to be undefeated. If if anybody in Botchland, Botchamania, or the promo Joe is another version of Botchmania, or anybody at Hobby Media Group, I want you to green screen, key the, the Usos out of there. You already know where I'm going, right? <laughs> and just put him in the Civil War and, and, and fighting at Gettysburg. Dead bodies at the Civil <laughs> yeah, War. Yeah, fucking cannons going off. Yeah. <laughs> but keep the UFO in there. Yeah, yeah definitely got to have the UFO. I was, yeah. I was just sitting there going, what the, What are we doing? I'm like, this is ruined. Civil War is called off, everybody. Never mind. Go home. Well, they get it to Civil War. They get everybody going. Because people were kind of down and looking around. And it was like, it was very... <laughs> Yeah, it was a little depressing. It's not one of yeah, those civil know. wars, you guys. This is a party civil yeah. war. Viva la raza! I like, I cheat, I like, I cheat. I was for a Spanish-American war. My bad. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Long smart pad. Yeah. I, I was done after that. Once they started <laughs> dancing, bro, I was like, what the fuck? You know what that is, too? And everybody falls into it, but these guys are supposed to be better than that. When you're a heel and you turn into a baby face, you ought to, even if you were a baby face before, you feel just the need to pander, like your own energy is not enough for your presence, right. that you need to start going to all four sides and doing the rocker thing. And, and like that you, you get nervous as a baby face because now you're – so far naturally out of the skin you had for two to three years that you feel green again, that you got it. Right. That's what it felt like to me, by the way, if somebody wasn't watching for three years, like when did Samoans win the title and become main offenders? <laughs> it all happened in three years. In, the, in that time. Right. So the recap might be good. How about the fact that, and when you said it, I was thinking something else, but the way you said it made me instantly racist. If I was about to say it out loud. So I stopped myself uh just based on mis- being misconstrued but if these guys are doing uso penitentiary and hip-hop stuff and stealing black culture like 
I heard a beat. I got to dance. Like, is that what's in Vince's mind? Like, you guys danced anything. We're not black, Vince. We're Samoans. Oh, it doesn't matter. Like, sure you are. <laughs> sure you are. <laughs> right? Like, that, that's what it felt like to me of some some shit. But what you had said when you were coming in with your intro like that, they're, they're not them. There's something else. And I was like, oh, they're not them? Oh, never mind. We can't get them to dance. Uh, that's like, in, in my mind, that's what that shit felt like, you know? Oh, we got black Roman Reigns hologram. That's what he thinks of him. Dude, when people don't believe me, but literally in production meetings more than once, I have I have overheard we already have one of those. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? And even back then, I was like, damn, that's that's not going to age well sometimes. Oh, yeah. Well, it's still there. I didn't see it. Uh, I was It was on the other screen while I was doing some socials. But I guess during the match, uh, Zelina Vega brought out the chancla and used that before she hit the code red or some shit like that. Had it tucked away to break out the flip-flop to hit her so we what, could get... Uh, where do you tuck a flip-flop in that outfit? <laughs> tuck a flip-flop. Come here, we're going to do some flip-flop talking. Oh, not the talk friendly. I'm sorry. Yeah, Gabby, Gabby showed me how to do <laughs> uh, you wouldn't believe it if I put this chancla. Dude, I get it. I sometimes get a headache when you. I, I I watched the highlights for Money in the Bank, and I completely forgot about the Usos like dancing on SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, our family is. We hate each other. Civil <laughs> war. Civil war. Yeah. Ring like fucking Adam Rose and the, the bunny people or whatever they call them. Yeah, 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 bunny right? The bunny, get me bunny people. Uh, yeah, man, that, that was a ridiculous, ridiculous finish to that. Uh, especially after an 11 minute entrance and to interrupt like something big's going to go down and we're dancing like dumbasses. I was just like, whoops, there goes that. Uh, so. Uh, but Money in the Bank, I'll finish it up and see what's going on so we can talk with Vince further tomorrow. Uh, I know uh, he's probably got plenty to say. He retweeted that about Natty and uh, interesting to me, so I want to hear his views on that with the Guinness Book of World Records. I think there's a lot there that can be done as a jumping-off point, but chances are they'll just let that sink to the bottom of the sea like the Titanic. So I have to challenge you on that and, and say okay. that because you're absolutely right. Vince is right. But this is a part, I, I mean, if she can do it and make some money, go to AEW. Because the only way they're going to look at you differently at this point, because we see someone that's been in the company, what, 15, 20 years, however long. Let's just say she's been there well over 10, 15 years. We see that as, oh, my God, you know, never got in trouble, never had caused a problem. She's, she's still in shape. She can still wrestle. That's great. But to them, it's like you've overstayed your welcome. There's a strange, it's inverse how the office looks at their own roster, more fickle than the crowd. Mm -hmm. And they control that. In other words, they're saying she's an, old, she's an old toy. That the wrestling has switched from <clears throat> the mainstays that would get over, and the longer they were there, the people would love them more, mm -hmm. to now... You've been on uh, you've been on TV for three months. Go kill yourself. I don't want to see you anymore. What what That's if she never does the wrestle at all and she just becomes obsessed with breaking new records that aren't even wrestling like uh most Instagram likes for sluttiest picture with your sister or something? I don't know. Like what what if uh like what if she becomes uh, I'm gonna chew bubblegum for two hundred days straight? Yeah, but the problem is, Ben, that the office is never gonna change their mind once they make it up at that point. How would most, she? 
most NDAs signed in one year. That's that's the you know what that might be why she still has her job. I'm not being mean. No, that's interesting. Might have been, I'm not saying she did anything. I'm just saying no. that something was tried because man, Paige was there so long after all that stuff went down. So that was long. crazy. Yep. I don't know. I I feel for her too, but but I would say to Natty, Elias, all these other people, this time that you're there and you're collecting a check, you got to build your brand for after it's over because there's an expiration date on each and every one of us. And yeah. what are you going to do then? You're going to be an agent for the girls where they don't listen and they don't really respect you because the office lays this thing and you never drew a dime. So I'm, al- I'm almost for Bullet Club gold condoms. Are you a big man and you need a big condom? Come on down to Bullet Club Gold. <laughs> oh, oh, shit, man. No, but uh, that is your SmackDown Live Dancing Civil War review. Uh, <laughs> quite a way to end it going into Money in the Bank. But uh, like I said, some highlights of what I saw so far. And we'll touch base with Vince tomorrow. Probably talk more about the the Sting um We'll jump, uh, you know, very, very dangerous and uh, unnecessary. But uh, look forward to seeing Stevie's breakdown of it in the video as well and, and hearing all about that, you guys. So make sure you're subscribing over at his new Patreon.com slash Stevie Richards as well as his YouTube for all the great updates on fitness equipment, uh, motivation, and even the ones that he's got up on Russo's YouTube right now. I know it might be a lot for uh, some some people out there to subscribe, but not you guys because your channel attitude.com subs, and we are, appreciate you. You're the smartest wrestling fans, uh, but that means we're probably dumber than everybody else on the planet. So, uh, <laughs> Stevie, what else did I miss, man? What else is going on this week? You got concealed carry. You got a piece on you? Um. Well, I won't, I won't divulge anything, but there's there's, there's areas <laughs> you can get to them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, July first, we had a uh, concealed carry on. Pretty, you have open carry too. I think you're in Florida, but people are gonna, you know, because you know Chicago is one of the safest cities in the, in the world, mm-hmm. and they have the best gun control laws, which are obviously working. So super good. Like that. They're controlling to keep legal guns out, but the CIA keeps running Dracos in there every night. So it's, it's all good for them. Those are the overgun shug. Those aren't the overgun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, so, I, I mean, that's pretty much it. I've been just filling my time and I'm trying to put out positive, productive content. I've been working on more fitness equipment stuff on the main YouTube channel, but obviously, you know, putting a lot more because there there is a lot that goes into this still trying to figure out the workflow and everything. So stay with me, guys, the people that are supporting it thank you so much um ben knows me and if you know me you know i'm trying to make this a full-on tv production and it takes a little bit of time when when you're doing it yourself so just be patient patreon.com forward slash stevie richards or stevie richards fitness.com for the other fitness stuff Y'all, uh, man, July 8th, I'll be in Cobble Skill, Kabul Skill, uh, defending my Immortal Heavyweight title. And uh, July 16th, defending my Crossfire Heavyweight title, St. Catharines, Ontario, doing a Make-A-Wish up there uh, as well. So uh, it'll be a good time uh, going up there, slapping uh, some Maple Leaf morons in the mouth and uh, retaining my belts so I can get them back up on the wall here for you guys. I know people were real worried about the titles, uh, but they're safe, uh, just like everything else where uh, maybe concealed title. 
that'll be the next thing I do, Stevie. Maybe I got him on me right now and you can't even see him. Uh, just, hey, I just <laughs> used that excuse every time I was in the ring after the Marine trailer. I'm a concealed <laughs> carry champion. <laughs> Good. Test me. Come, come find out. Uh, but yeah, Allah, we appreciate you guys uh, subscribing channelattitude.com and make sure you check your whitelist uh, and uh, uh, anything with the RSS feed. So if you're missing any show, I just uploaded uh, the collision review, the SmackDown live review and the rampage review and the Monday Locker Room on the Hami Media Group side. So plenty of shows to kick off your week or hang out July 4th and just listen about wrestling if uh, if you want to and blow some shit up and have your favorite cocktail. Get some wieners in your mouth, Deucey. <laughs> Talking about hot dogs or dicks. Uh, but here on ChannelAttitude.com. Sounds like Civil War. Infection. 